Welcome to my Soul Life podcast and our Soul Life conversations. I'm your host, Susan Scollin, and in these episodes, I'll be here supporting and guiding you as we open up and explore who we truly are to live our soul life now. See you inside. A quick reminder for you that all the information shared in this podcast is my experience and the experience of my guest. It's not medical or mental health advice, diagnosis or treatment, and I'd encourage you to seek professional advice where needed. Hello everyone and welcome back to another Soul Life Conversation. I love being here with you. I And if I don't, if I ever come on here and say I don't, then it's time to stop procrastinating. But I love um, my shower time, which is often when I start to think about business stuff. Um, I do it in other areas, but it's almost like in the shower I get clarity and I get clarity over some of the topics that I want to talk about with you. And to be honest, they sound amazing in the shower. So I hope they sound amazing here because what I've learned on my journey is I can go for a walk or I can think about a blog post or a podcast that I want to put out there. And then when I go to write it or create it, it comes out very differently. And what I've learned to do is just accept that whatever comes through is exactly what it's meant to come through at the time. And I know that in my old perfectionist mind, I would have blocked myself from um, releasing any of that. And I have in the past written uh, blog posts that have never seen the light of day. So I've been working on that religiously. (laughs) Um, And the podcast is a really good example of how I'm doing that. For the last three episodes, so this one and the previous two, I haven't had notes. I've just had an idea of what I wanted to talk about. And so I'm here to talk to you about something that I have no notes for. Um, And it's about intuition. I want to dive into this space around intuition, but I want to do it from a personal space. So I could tell you all the things, and I will come in in a later episode. It's up on my board about wanting to share about the Claire Centers, Claire Senses, um, and how they have played a role in my life um, and what I've learned. But I really want to sort of tap back to the beginning of our journey when we probably don't know about them, or we know about them, but how do they interact and all of that sort of stuff. And I always want to tell you or just give you permission to just forget about them for a moment, so that we can come back into our own bodies and before we even get into our bodies, often we're in our own mind. So we're thinking, we're thinking we have to have the right answers. But what I'm going to share with you, and I've shared this in a previous episode, and just so it's more like a reminder is to say, our brain is like a supercomputer, like phenomenal, right? The things that our brain coordinates in our body without us even knowing the fact that we breathe, our heart beats, we digest, um, our food goes down our digestive tract, peristalsis happens. So it's moving the food down like a muscle contracting happening. There's, um, bile coming in from the bile ducts, uh, from the gallstone, gallbladder. I mean, I'm, I'm probably getting some of this wrong, but it's kind of coming in and it's going to, um, dilute some of those fats that we've got coming into our body as well. So it's doing its job. And then everybody like it comes through the small intestine and the stomach and down into the large intestines and it's doing all its, its work. And the body does all of that for us. You know, our skin heals without us having to physically do anything. We sure we can put a band-aid over it and we can put some topical cream, but even given half a chance, the body will just heal it by itself. So it's phenomenal what our brain can do for us and what it can create for us. And what I learned on my journey is that I wanted to make smart decisions. And I've talked about this a lot and I'll be talking about this in my upcoming book around 
how I got into this space of my emotions weren't safe and I would just go off the handle about things. So therefore they weren't to be trusted. That's the general line. So if I could make smart decisions, well, life would be so much better and then I wouldn't have these, in inverted commas, problems that I have. But what I've learned along my journey and and particularly through um, an enlightening conversation that I had today, which reminded me as well about the fact that if we don't have an outlet for things, of course, our emotions are just going to explode all over the shop. But when we have an outlet for it, when we have an opportunity to to explore what's going on for us in a safe space, and we can potentially do that with friends, we can potentially do that with family, you can get a coach and do that with. Um, I have a lot of clients who just come and talk because they just need to move through things that are going on for them. And once they've opened up and allowed that exploration, they, they naturally start to make changes and shifts in their own lives. And no different to me. So when I can get in a safe container um, or a safe space where I can just share, and sometimes it's saying to Chris, I'm just going to talk about this thing, but I don't want you to fix it. I just need to work through this. So can you just listen? And he's like, yeah, yeah, no worries. So there's different ways that we can do this. Um, getting out into nature, going for a walk really helps to clear my mind as well. Um, so tapping into like letting go of our brains so that we can tap and what they're telling us so that we can start to listen to our bodies. Now, I'm going to preface this with the fact that some people in the world naturally struggle with feeling into their bodies. And there is a percentage of the population that this has been diagnosed for or not diagnosed for. So if you are in that space and you cannot feel what an emotion feels like in your body, like you just um, you just don't have that regulation, it's just not part of who you are, that's completely okay. Um, and I don't have all the answers in that kind of space. But what I encourage my clients to do and what I'm starting to encourage, I should say, my clients to do is if I say, let's talk, what are you feeling in your heart? Let's just put a hand on your heart and you don't have to feel anything in there, but just be with your heart. So moving your hand to a particular part of your body can really help um, that healing in that space. So just some thoughts around that. And it's more of the somatic work. It's more about perhaps, you know, the other day that I was doing or I've been doing these scans through our body um, and so coming from top down to toe and actually rather than you visualizing, oh, there's my belly, there's my hamstrings, there's my quads, that kind of stuff, actually putting your hands on those different areas and allowing your body to come down or you're allowing yourself to feel your body as you move down your body and feeling into what that feels like for you. So it could be a technique that works for you. Now, for the rest of us who can feel into those emotions and can um, tap into that side of things, this is where our intuition guides us. Um, Sorry, I just had a thought. Also, there are people out there who their feelings are external to them. So it could be an environment that they're in, their home life, their work life. Um, and I think a lot of us have this. It's, it is one of the clear senses, um, but it is that whole, you know, when you walk into a room and you feel energized and then there are times you walk into the room and you feel zapped, like your energy levels are really low or you feel that anger and frustration that's happening in the room. That is real. So I want you to know that that's real. And for some people, that's exactly how they feel their emotions 24 by 7. Um, they're not feeling it in their body. Typically speaking, this is where, and we're talking from an intuitive perspective, they're feeling it in the world around them. So be open to that as well. 
So for those of us that are in our body, (laughs) so coming down into our body, it's learning to listen to the, the, the signs that our body is giving us. Um, and it's learning to listen to when we make a decision, have I made it at the right time? Is it the right time for me? And what is the outcome of that? And learning from that decision that we're making. So for me, and I'm going to talk about it from a human design perspective, just for a moment, that emotional solar plexus that I have, I need to ride a wave of emotions, particularly around big decisions. So which effectively means that I need to sleep on things. I'm not going to make a big decision in the moment. And when I allow that space, things work out. They just work out. For other people, it's um, a gut instinct. So more your solar plexus. No, I've got an emotion solar plexus, the sacral. It's more your sacral. And so you'll get that gut instinct and it'll be a yes, no answer in the moment, um, which can keep coming back to you. Whereas others, it could be splenic. So they get one go, <laughs> which basically just says yes or no. And you, you get one answer and that's, that's the answer. So you've got to really tune in to be able to listen to it. So you can learn all about that through human design and I can help you with that if you want to. However, you can also look back at the previous decisions that you've made and have a look at which ones really worked out in your favor and which ones didn't. And things always work out, right? So I'm not going to say that just because you made a decision and perhaps it was an emotional decision and, you know, for me it was quitting a job. I still found another job after that, right? So this is years ago, but um, I had a boss who would yell at me and I just went, I've had enough. And so I just quit and um, things just worked out. But if I look back at that, those signs of those, the issues around what was happening had been happening for months and I had allowed it and just thought that I had to keep moving through it as opposed to speaking up for myself. Yeah, good old lesson around using my voice, um, and which I really learned through my postnatal depression, is that if I had spoken up earlier, maybe I could have dealt with that differently at the time. And if I had have chosen to tune in rather than you know suppress it um I could have forgot a better outcome I could have still quit the job but I wouldn't have been as angry and frustrated as I was at the time so learning to look back or having a look back on those previous decisions so that you can have a look at the lessons and then start experimenting as you go forward and so this is what it is about practicing playing with our intuition and tuning into what's true for you as I said before people have different experiences of how their intuition speaks to them and so getting used to that being okay with that um, and knowing that just because you're ordering lunch doesn't mean that for me I have to sleep on it before I know what I'm actually going to order. I can order in the moment around what feels good to me and what and that's another part to my intuition. If if things feel good to me, then in the moment I can make those decisions. But what happens with an emotional solar plexus is it can feel good to me, especially those big decisions in the moment, like buying a new car could feel really good to me, but I actually need to just ride out that wave and go, hang on a minute. Cause in the next moment I'll be going, Oh, should we really be doing that? <laughs> not really sure. And then I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's get it. And then I'm like, mm, I'm not really sure that we should. So I ride this wave. And then when I get to that 80% mark, like the next day, I'll know. And that happened recently actually around a post that I was sort of thinking about putting into a particular Facebook group. Um, just so it would be a collaboration kind of post. 
And I had the idea and then I went, I'm just going to sit on this. And it came back to me the next day and I went, okay, let's post it and see what happens and experiment. And it was a great conversation with other um, coaches and like-minded people. And then in one of the business, one of the groups that I'm looking after and I'm facilitating, um, I watched a live last night um, which was amazing. So if you want to go over to Instagram and go to Elizabeth Gilbert and watch her live with Kemi and I'm going to Nankerville. I got her name right. <laughs> if you watch it with her, so amazing, so much gold in there. Go back and um, watch that in her, it's in her feed. But um, I was then had this hit to share it with a particular Facebook group that I'm managing and then I was like, mm, I'm just going to sit with that. And then it came up this morning where I shared it with a particular student who I believed it would resonate with. And then I put a post up in the group so that everybody else could see it as well. So just allowing that kind of space has really helped me be more authentic to who I am and what's true for me. And this didn't happen overnight, right? It's not like I just went, oh, let's just, I'll figure this out. I can be um, following my intuition and it'll all be good. This has taken time and it's taken experimentation. And some of the early experiments that I can remember um, when I, thinking about my postnatal depression, like there was that time right back at the beginning where I just picked up a book from Kiki K. It was all about purpose. And then I spent a weekend working through that book, read it from cover to cover, did all the exercises, and then got three, well, one thing out of it, but there were three components to that one thing. And I was so proud of myself. Um, and then for Chris, who had been away that weekend, goes, oh, I could have told you that. And I'm like, mm, excellent. I feel really good about, about this, which I don't feel good about this at all. Um, but just going through that experience of, okay, I'm picking up this book. I think it could help me. Let's read the book. Okay. Do the exercises. Okay. What did I get out of it? And those three things, which was basically, it was all about when do I feel at my best? And the three things were when I have snooze time. So my nickname is snooze. I love to have a sleep, but it's not necessarily about sleep. It's about having quiet space. And then it's also, the other thing was um, eating well and moving my body. So when I'm doing those things, then everything starts to flow. So one, I've then put that sort of, I got deflated, I think, by Chris's comment and I put it down. But when I hit my like real rock bottom, that's when I went, okay, how can I create snooze time? I probably can't right now, but maybe that's a dream that I have or a goal that I have. Let's work on that. Um, but then what I realized is through movement and eating well, I was actually creating that space for snooze time as well. So it became this sort of collaboration and then they those things became non-negotiables and I kept moving forward from that space. So trusting that I was right where I needed to be and that I could experiment with these things um, because I knew that they had made me feel good in the past and so maybe they could make me feel good in the, in the future and they're still true for me today. So trusting that intuition and trusting that guide that I had um, even though sometimes our brain is telling us, you know, no, 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 you don't need that time. You can push through. Well, or you can just go to the supermarket, which is five minutes away, as opposed to a fruit and veg market, which is 20 minutes away or 10, 15 minutes away, whatever it was. But I knew that those things were important to me. And so letting go of the brain stories that were coming up um, and continuing to follow. So what was happening in my mind and continuing to follow my intuition was um really transformative for me and I think that perhaps that example is relevant for you and could be transformative for you another another thing that I used to do was play around with time 
And I came to this realization that when I'm in alignment and when I'm doing the things that I'm meant to be doing, I naturally create time. And that may sound really stupid, (laughs) but it's true. It's true for me. And I started to experiment with it. So one day Chris said to me, hey, I need, I've got to go out to Fish Week to get these tiles. Can you come with me? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. But I only had one hour and we had to go, actually, we had to go to Queenbian. So 20 minute drive. Then we would have really sort of 10 minutes, well, 10 minutes to pick the tiles. We had 10 minutes to get lunch and 20 minutes to get back so I could get on whatever call or thing that I had had, had at 12 o'clock or one o'clock or whatever it was. And we did it because I was in alignment with myself. If I had have been saying, oh my God, this is so, we have to make sure this works. It's going to, um, I can't be late. If I had have been really out of alignment with what we were doing, which was getting tiles for our bathroom at the time that we were renovating. Um, if I hadn't been in alignment with that and I was pushing against it and then pushing against, um, the like getting lunch, but I just believed that we could do it all and it would be smooth. I was back with five minutes to go. So that was kind of that playing around with time and following my intuition and going, do you know what? Does it feel good to go with Chris to do this? Yes, it does. Do I have the space to do it? I have an hour and I think that's enough. So let's just see what happens. And it was amazing. It was so good. And the third example I'll (laughs) give you, which again is kind of playing around with time, is this whole concept that when we walk up to a traffic light, it's red and we just have to wait. What I started to do was visualise where I was on on the other side of the road. So I was visualising that I was walking on the other side of the road, that the light had gone green and, um, yeah, I was on the other side, even though I was coming up to this red light, you know, um, traffic light. And so, and I was walking at this point, not driving, but you can do it with driving as well. And it didn't happen all the time, but it happened a lot of times where the light would go green for me to walk. And this wasn't necessarily a place where you would naturally get a green light for walking. You would actually have to press the button to do that. But a lot of the time it would just start to happen and start to unfold for me. So it was just something that I could play around with. It was my little time. It was nobody else's and I really enjoyed it. So this is this into you know us following our intuition us diving into having a play with it is super super powerful and it can really help you uncover what's true for you and how you operate in the world and then you can come back with all the tools on top of it you can layer in human design you can layer in coaching you can layer in my briggs whatever works for you but you already have the answers within you it's just about us experimenting and be brave enough to experiment and we don't have to tell anybody about it although you can send me a dm and tell me what you've been playing around with because i love it too (laughs) Um, i love hearing all these sorts of stories and these synchronicities that start to come so the fact that you've listened to this podcast means that potentially within the next 24 hours something is going to happen to you in this space in this space of intuition Um, and you will go oh my god i have to tell susan about that (laughs) And you don't have to tell me, but you can absolutely come over and tell me as well. So we will go deeper on this. We will get into the clear senses so that you understand it a little bit deeper on a on that deeper level. But this is enough to play with, especially when we're starting out and especially when we're starting to build our soul life exactly as we want to. Um, tapping into our intuition is one of the tools that we use to do that. 
So I hope this podcast has been helpful um, and that you've really enjoyed this episode today. And if you have, please share it with someone you love and you know that it will resonate with and head over to my.soul.life.podcast on Instagram and just tell me what, you know, what came out of this for you because you've listened here. What, What happened for you? What changed? What, you know, what did you notice? I'd love to hear about it. And if you'd love to rate my podcast, please head over to Apple and do that. Um, That would be awesome. Love to hear what you've got to say about it and and what's resonating with you as well. And then we're going to start building our soul life. So you know how to to talk to me over on Instagram. Send me a DM either at susan.scolan or my.soul.life.podcast and let's talk about what you want to create or head over to my website susanscolan.com forward slash work with me and book in that free 60 or 50 minute consult yeah i think it is my brain's going to mush now all right time for me to go see you in the next episode